Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from naughty children to naughty nurses. Oh, gross. With over 4 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. And with us, calling in is Asterios Coconos. Boisterous Coconuts. How you doing, Asterios? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Good. Good. So, so we just had the fortune of talking to to you twice because you you just uh, uh, helped out with the bonus episode, and we did uh, we did a for, bit at the uh, at the bonus for episode. For a very good reason, we started a yeah. we started a contest. What is inarguably a contest? Yes, correct, correct. Called the Celebrity Shame Pool. Right, Asterios. Do you want to tell us what the what the Celebrity Shame Pool is for those for those of you who are too cheap? Or too much of a coward, or uh, maybe your dick's not big enough to buy our bonus episodes. They Explain like, it to these people. Right. What is the celebrity shame pool? Well, if you have a smallish to medium smallish size penis, or you know, clitoris. A- we don't want to, we don't want any small clit people listening or weighing in on this. Too far. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, this is an exclusive thing. For people who subscribe to or buy the biggest solution in the universe. So if you haven't yet, now's a great time to jump in. It's called the Celebrity Shame Pool. As you all know, the media has a lot of fun destroying celebrities for no reason. Kind of like, you know, when they went after Jerry Seinfeld for saying a very innocuous thing about how college kids are oversensitive. And that was like... A month-long thing where people were like, oh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld is racist. And it's like, oh, fuck that. Like, yeah, okay. College kids are oversensitive. The media is on a tolerance witch hunt. Yeah. Yes. Against celebrities. Yeah, and for good reason. It makes them money. So... And and that's the the worst possible reason it makes them money, yes. But for good reason, yeah. Exactly. So we want to make some money off this, too. Why not? So we so we have started a celebrity shame pool for twenty dollars. Each of us are putting five celebrity names on the big list of celebrity shame, and if one of the celebrities we pick gets called out by the media and, and kicks off a shitstorm or something, they get the pot. So uh, you know, for example, uh, I had uh, well, actually Sean had Jennifer Lawrence, which I thought was a really good great pick. pick. Great pick, Sean. Yeah, because Jennifer Lawrence is like Hollywood's sweetheart. Everyone loves Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. So you got to be thinking there's some asshole at Gawker out there who's just itching for the chance to write the think piece about how Jennifer Lawrence is bad for feminism. And like that thing's going to go viral. And then when that thing goes viral, Sean gets the money. And so, and so that's the long and short of it. There we go. Is that yeah. is that an adequate explanation? We got it. We got, we got off into the weeds halfway through there talking about money and this and that. But would you say Maddox that that's an accurate? That's the gist of it. And we want you guys to weigh in. So we asked people listening to the bonus episode to weigh in with their picks for the celebrity shame pool. And you should have essentially no more than one or two of your your top picks. We're gonna have a few more because we're the hosts of the show, and that's what we do. And it's well, our we're fucking putting show. money in. Yeah, it's we're putting pool. money in. Right, it's a celebrity shame. It's a celebrity pool. Do you shame pick pool. Some more? Yeah, you pick some we're gonna more go right around. Now? So go I'll just uh, uh, to bring quickly, everyone up to quickly. speed real quick. I last uh, during the bonus episode, I brought in Amy Poehler and Uzo Aduba. She's the black. Uh, she plays the crazy crazy eyes. I think on uh, Orange Is the New Black. I I, I know people are itching yeah. to uh, to bring her down. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a good pick here. Okay. Louis C.K. Well, uh-huh. bullshit. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. bullshit. Why yeah. is that because bullshit? Because he's already been—he's already been called out for the media for those rumors where he was uh, jerking off in hotel rooms. Yeah, he like captured two out. women, other comedians, and like oh. made them stay in a hotel room while he while his big red ass jerked off in front. Are you of kidding them. me? Really? No, this, this a real is thing? a real. Yeah, this was yeah, a real thing a real that thing. was reported. Oh fuck. Okay, then I got a ba- I got an alternate. I got a backup here. He's like okay. the white Bill Cosby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also joining us is my man from Burning Man. Also hey. joining us that mystery who voice out, who closed out the chapter of his uh, his non his never ending romance with the Duchess of Weed during our bonus episode. Did yeah. you not? Most romantic man in the world, I think, right here. I got another pick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he heard the word romance and just tuned out. Go yeah. ahead. What's your pick, Mark Marin? 
Mark Marin. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's a good uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. All right. I see. President Obama's favorite podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently okay. and only. Um, Mark Marin is is prime top t- subject yeah. because he's. He he said he always sounds depressed and angry. He is. So he's got some, and you know he's got some skills. I've seen him do stand up where he basically just laid on the stage, like he was just yeah. vicious and mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I, that's what I heard, and that's what it's. And I think that there's some there's a ticking time bomb there that's going to it's going to be a, a psychological meltdown that mm-hmm. I think we're going to witness, and people are not going uh, people can't wait for shit like that to happen because they'll exploit it and they'll talk about these demons in his closet. They won't be sensitive about it. He's right. he's a he's a prime target. Right. Target. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'll go next. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. That's yeah. a good one. He's making a big jump. Huh. He's making a big jump, and he's going to have to break character, right? That character that he's doing yeah. comes from a dark place. No. You understand? No, it doesn't. Okay, yeah. What do you know about being a character in no, uh, no. mass media, right? I know specifically about Stephen Colbert. See, I, I, I like that you picked this because this is going to be easy for the rest of us. But okay. Stephen Colbert, in, in uh, I think in autobiography, he, he interviewed... He said that he doesn't come from a dark place. He said most comedians do, and he specifically <laughs> yeah, said my right. life, my my upbringing was good. Yes, of course his upbringing was good, but I think the care. What, what were you? I think his Sean? parents were killed when he was really young, or his dad. It was what? his dad and his brother, I think. Yeah, Look, well, he's he's able to be a, a loathsome person on his show right now, right? The Colbert Report, yeah, right? I, don't know. I mean, I don't he's, know he's able loathsome. to be a controversial person and write it off as satire when yeah. he's when he's himself i think he's gonna slip up and i think huh. he's got a lot of eyes on okay him. interesting right? theory interesting okay. theory sean you got another pick i do have another pick uh i'm gonna keep it with the uh late night theme i'm gonna go jimmy kimmel oh jimmy kimmel that's a good one he's so but but he's, he's gone been, so long without it but he's been crying a lot lately about what about Cecil the Lion. Oh, really? Letterman. It's oh, only, you're right. And somebody recently said he was mean. It's only uh. a matter of time before he may slip up in public because, you know, you're, they're writing jokes on yeah. the show. So, yeah. But I think he, I think it's a matter of time. Yeah. Okay. All right. And well, remember, this is you have to get outed for saying something homophobic, transphobic, misogynistic, or racist. Racist, right? colonialist, anything that they, no, you no, can no, get no. shamed for. Anti-American. Anti-American, yeah. Anti-American, that was the, the, No, because the Dixie Chicks got that during the Bush administration. They because sure they did. went out. Yeah, Dixie all Chicks. Right, all right, Anti-American, anything along those lines. Right. Anti-Islamophobic. Uh, like, uh, let's throw in anything that you could get shamed for. Okay, Asterios, who do you got? All right, uh, my next pick, I am going to go with Owen Wilson. Hmm. Owen He's Wilson. been around for a long time. He's a writer. He's an actor. Uh, he's a good-looking guy. It's sort of like he's the perfect storm of an unstable man. That's and true. I feel like now that he has stopped making money for Hollywood, the way he's going to make money is, I don't know, by saying something offensive, getting drunk, doing this, doing make you know, Maybe he'll grope a girl in a hotel bar. Who knows with Owen Wilson? All right. Uh, yep, that, so that's my pick. My man, who's your pick? Uh, I don't know if we decided this wasn't an option, but my pick is Jimmy Carter. Nope. No, Jimmy I'm, Carter? Yeah. Politician. He's alive? Can, politician. He he's, just got oh, a, he's, he's definitely on the way out. He's he just dying got brain of cancer. cancer. He's, yeah. di- he got, he's 90 years old. His cancer spread to his brain like three days ago. Uh. And I, I just think that like posthumously, I nailed it. Uh, Posthumously. And I just think something's going to come out. They're like, oh, back in 2001, I, I don't think politicians count, though. No, right. we can't See, I don't mention that. Yeah. So uh, th- my backup would be Tim Burton. Flat out hate Tim Burton movies. Tim Burton. That's it. <laughs> I don't even know if the guy talks. I have no. I know nothing about I him. I don't know what he looks like. I imagine Probably he has a weird neck. I imagine he looks like an ugly version of Johnny Depp. Okay, I got, I got it. Yeah. I, I imagine he looks like a really tall, hairy spider. Just... Like really gangling, creepy, not even human. All right, guys. All right, there's the shame pool. Let's guys, go. Let's move on. We got uh, we got a lot of ground. Thanks, to cover Thanks, Thank you, guys. Talk to you next time. See you. Thank you. We should also mention later on in the episode, we're going to have a call in from our buddy Tom Phillips. Yeah. Who, imagine who's in, that. Who's in Germany right now? He's at GamesCon in Germany. Uh-huh. So he's going to call in after the first problem. All right, guys. The problems from last week. I got one for you. Self defeating thoughts. Yeah. Oh boy. Bravo. When's your self-help book about self-defeating thoughts no, coming out? No, fuck you, out? Dick. I don't need. I don't need this shit. I know I sounded like a fucking self-help guru douchebag last episode. You know yeah. what? After that last episode, I kicked my own ass just to be safe, just to put, just to uh, make sure I don't get soft. 
I don't go slow. I punched myself in the jaw until I blacked out. That episode, that actually made me think uh, a lot about the predicament you guys are in with your self-defeating thoughts. And I really, like, I you really guys. do not, you and Sean, people, yeah. you both identified like you're above with it. it. You have them too, Maddox, buddy. Jesus Christ, you take everything so personally. I just don't have self-defeating thoughts. Like, I think whenever any, even something I haven't even done, like if somebody's like, hey, uh, you want to pilot this uh, spaceship? Back through the atmosphere, I'd go like, well, you know, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, that's pretty. I'll give it. I'll give it my best shot. Maybe yeah. it won't work out great, but I'll give it my best shot. That's my approach <laughs> to everything in life. I'll do it. Sure. I think you're confusing overconfidence and a tinge of arrogance with self defeat with yeah. the with the self defeating thoughts. But I'm not assuming it'll go great or even be good. I might fuck it up. It just doesn't occur, like it doesn't take over my thought process. Yeah, like I you guys know. are describing. That recklessness comes from somewhere. How is it? See, you see it as reckless, but it's yeah. really like, yeah, I'll give it your. I'm I'm and I'm I'm gonna say you know I'm not qualified to land a space shuttle like you guys know that right they're gonna yeah. say yeah but we're NASA we like blowing through money yeah. uh, give it a shot I'm like yeah I'll give it a shot sure yeah. okay I'll try my best yeah. that's my that's what goes on in my mind all the time try right. your best and you know if you have to stick it to people and be an asshole and make a little money for yourself so be it hmm okay well that's a more verbose way of saying recklessness so. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get on. Let's get to some comments. I got a comment here from Mike Puckett. This came to me on Twitter at Mike Puckett, Mike C. Puckett. He says, Maddox rules. I just watched a baby knock a glass off a table and it didn't even help clean it up. Upvoted. And also, you know what I like about that comment <laughs> is he referred to the baby as it, is which it? I do a lot and it pisses off my friends who have babies. They say it's a she. Or it's a he. I say, fuck you. I don't know. Dress it in baby appropriate colors. I don't know its fucking gender. So I'm going to call it it. Fuck you. Uh, that's a weird way to get back at people. I noticed you trying to do that to me when I brought my dog around. You were referring it on purpose to the as the wrong gender and looking at me like a like a baby would look at me like, yeah, what do you think about that? And I was like, I don't give a fuck if you're yeah. calling my dog the wrong gender. Cool. She doesn't know. He doesn't know. I don't give a shit. Why would that? Who does that bug? Yeah, I don't. It bugs you. You hang you out with some it. people who are fucked. <laughs> I remembered it because I'm. I was like, "What is this? What is this that I'm seeing? This is very weird." You're seeing pure, unadulterated joy. I love doing that. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine why you'd get joy out of that, especially when it causes no distress on my part. Um, I got one from Ram Rackham. This guy's making a comparison between you, Maddox, and a and a household cat. What? Yeah, you. I'm. I think he might be onto something. Good, I want to hear this. Thinks he's the center of the universe and that other people exist to cater to his whims. Mm. Maddox, check. Cats, yeah. check. You cat guy? I, I, don't you mind, cat guy? I don't mind cats. So you're a cat lover. I don't mind dogs. I don't want them because I don't want to deal with all the shit that comes with it, all the baggage and the smells and carrying shit around. I never want to carry the shit around of another creature, especially one that can't drive me to the hospital. Hmm. Likes boxes. Maddox, check. Cat, also check. Oh. Okay, he's got me there. <laughs> dogs don't like boxes. I think you're a cat guy. That's because I throw them at the dogs. C- contributions fetch. back to society by Maddox, slowly explaining to other people why he's better than them. <laughs> cat catching mice, bugs, and other household pests. That's a draw. That's a draw, as far yeah. As I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 I'd like to see you ever bring in cats if you are, because I know you hate dogs. Yeah. Maybe you are a cat. Cats are... <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Here's the thing. As far as pets go, cats are amongst the lowest maintenance, because they... Bury their Pro own cat. shit. Pro they, cat. They find their own food. They uh-huh. bury their own shit, and they fuck off. They don't bother me. I want my. I want to come home, and I don't want some fucking slobbering animal drooling all over my legs. So I have to go go to the bathroom like I'm a horny chick, right? Like just wiping off, wiping. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> well, how did horny chicks go to the bathroom? Because you get all dewy. <laughs> you see a cute you know. Come on, you of all people, you know. Horny you know, said, Dewey? Dewey? <laughs> Dick's man, Steve, don't give me the shit. New guest of the show, give me shit or I don't want some slobbery animal drooling all over my legs, so I have to go to the bathroom and wipe now it down. Now you're talking about a horny chick. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, all if right. I come home after a long day of work, I want to sit down, relax, play some Bloodborne, kill mm-hmm. some enemy, kill my enemies, smite my enemies, send off some hate mail. That's how I relax. Hmm. Anyway, I got a comment here from Daniel Martinez. He says, sometimes my ass cheeks itch while I'm doing cardio at the gym. This used to be a problem, but now I just scratch it and I don't care. What the hell kind of comment is that? I have no fucking idea, but I saw that in the main uh, problems page, and I thought that was Hey, let me ask weird. you this. Yeah. This guy, Brian94 on Twitter, 
uh, told me, asked me to call you out on self-checkout lanes. He says he would bet his trust fund that the problem is you and not yeah. the machines, and he mm -hmm. wants you to record it okay, and post it so he can tell you what you're doing wrong. He's on. He's on. Let me see. Give me his contact information. This is not a joke. I want to hear his contact information. We'll cut this out of the episode. I want his contact information. Oh, he I says to read it on the air. What? It's suckmycock at fuckyou.com. Oh, okay. Is that, no, yeah. I, I'll, it's, it's a Twitter. It's Brian94. Okay, Brian94. Underscores. Empty out your trust fund, fuckface, because I, not, I not only have evidence, I have an entire video I've recorded that I'm editing right now. It's in post. Fuck you. I got your trust fund, buddy. I hope mm. you're rich, dickhead. Probably not, because he's an idiot. He sounds like an idiot. If he uh -huh. uses self-checkout lane, he sounds like a moron. A real, a real underachiever. Okay. I don't need the, his, this underachiever's trust fund. Are you kidding me? What? It's like 35 cents in there? Can't even buy me a banana. Let me tell you about the variable in automatic checkout lanes. You what? It the depends. Idiot. It depends oh, what the you're variable? buying. They can be. It depends what you're buying. They can be yeah. fast if everything scans. If you got a lot sure. of produce and yeah. shit like that, yeah, that you if have you're to punch buying in like manually. twelve tires, yeah. like monster truck tires, oh, yeah. and it doesn't work. But it for everything if you're, else, if you're it works buying, perfectly. Say, if you're buying, say, normal things that a grocery store carries, like produce and meat, and uh, I don't know things that you eat, not just fucking garbage snacks that you can scan with a barcode, then it chokes up. And also, here's another variable. The person in front of you and here's another variable the programmer who made the machine and here's another variable the, the engineers that created the touchscreen that doesn't fucking work fuck self-checkout lanes fuck you well people at walmart figured them out that's all i'm saying oh yeah walmart i got a voicemail here hey bono <laughs> we miss you yeah we do miss you oh yeah what happened to bono i miss that uh, that little irish jig that he used to do when he'd maybe fall he fell into the show maybe he died hey what's up dick this is dan from Northern California, I used your wonderfully thought-out uh, pickup line of asking what girls' dads are like, and you know what happened? I was basically chased out of a party for being a super weirdo. Mm -hmm. Asking a girl what her dad is like yeah. is apparently... Super not cool. Okay, it it may be because you sound like Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that might be. That's the variable in mm -hmm. this equation, mm -hmm. right? Well, he's also in Northern California. Oh, and you would, my man, you know something about Northern California, Just correct? Saying, the Kingdom of Weed. Kingdom of Weed. A lot of paranoia. Everyone's gonna think you're weird. Just I don't know, avoid it. It's a, it's a bad line. It's a terrible line. I've, I've actually, because I discovered that on my own because I actually used it, not as a line, but it came up in a conversation one time. Uh -huh. And I was like really making headway with this, uh, with this girl on a date. Everything was going smooth sailing. We liked each other. She's super interesting. She's hot. I'm hot. You know, everything's bada bing, bada boom. We're, we're, uh, we're heading towards Sacktown, buddy. Okay. And then, just out of curiosity... So uh, what's your relationship with your uh, family like? She goes, oh, I don't, I don't talk to my dad, and it turned into this abusive thing. Well, I thing didn't say family. Blah, blah, blah. I said dad. No, I, I, I think I specifically asked for her dad and then her family, but oh. it, it, like, it was a, just a train wreck of a conversation. No, man. Killed the mood. Killed the mood. Dick, should we get to some problems? Uh, yeah. Do we gonna, yeah, go ahead. My first problem this week is people who can't cook. Oh, okay. Yeah, people who can't cook. Big problem. People who can't. People who blank. People who can't cook. You got a lot of people who blanks. That's all. Yeah. another in the series yeah. of people who blank. Right. All right. I like that because I like to see how they rank on the overall list. Like if you look at it and just search by people who, yeah. then it like you see who's the most annoying type of people. Sure. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. People who can't cook are idiots. They're bad at following directions. That's it. That's all it is. That's it? If you can't cook, you're a fucking idiot. Mm. You can't follow a few instructions. By the way, the, the average recipe has like four instructions. Four, mix the ingredients, turn on the stove, mm -hmm. take it out of the stove when it's ready. That, it's like, that's what, the three, four ingredients, and then the fourth, in, fourth instruction is eat. Like, what the, how fucking hard is it to cook, you morons? And it's just like a fucking contest. It's a, it's a shit show contest where people are just, uh, it's, it's a race, a race to, the to the bottom. bottom. Exactly, yeah. it's a race Who to the bottom. Who knows the least about mm -hmm. cooking? I'm so stupid with cooking, I can't cook a jelly bean. Oh, I can't even boil water. <laughs> I can't even eat. It's just it, this is a this is a problem. It's a it's a subset of anti-intellectualism. Yeah, it is. I hate yeah. it too. Because now every single chick, like, well, not every single one, but most of them that I talk to, yeah. like to brag about how they can't cook. Yeah. And like you know, like you were saying last episode, just be honest all the time. I can't say what I honestly think. It's like, well, then, like, why? Then what the what the what the fuck are you bring are you bringing here? Right. Like you can't. That, that seems like something you should enjoy. 
right? Co- cooking or, or being honest? Cooking. Cooking, of course. For God's sake, why are you proud of that? Yeah. What about it makes you proud of it, that it's part of your personality? You moron. You know what it's, it's, uh, it's analogous to is when people used to have VCRs, and this might be, this might be the previous generation because people don't have VCRs anymore, but there would be a clock on the VCR. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like a, a badge of honor about how stupid you were yeah. that you couldn't reset the clock on your VCR because you had to go into the menu screen. And you would do that by pressing menu. And then you would scroll down to where it says clock. And then you just change the clock time on it. It's like three instructions. I literally just described how to do it. Mm. And everyone at parties would use it as some fucking dumbass badge of honor that they couldn't change the time on their VCR. Oh, I'm so dumb. I don't even. Fuck you. You're so dumb, stay home. Don't come to this party. Don't sully the gene pool at this party because you might get laid. Yeah. I, I do hate what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Some people can't even cook spaghetti. Essentially, one of the easiest things to cook next to ramen, ramen, you boil water. That's it. Yeah. Uh, spaghetti, you boil noodles, and then if you want, you, you don't even have to put any effort into it. You open a jar of sauce oh, that you God. buy. And pour it on top. <laughs> My what? Italian grandmother is spinning in her grave talking yeah. about jar sauce. Jars of sauce. Would you prefer it in a can? That's a good solution. Hey. Yeah. Dick. Speaking of, go buy our solution episode yeah, okay. for one ninety nine. Great. Great plug. And then cook something while you listen to it, you morons. Learn how to cook. Look, I, I wrote this article a long time ago on my website talking about people who don't like math, mm-hmm. and I compared them to animals that go extinct because that's what you are. If you don't like math, you're a fucking donkey. Ah, you, lost, you're a donkey. you lost me now. Good. Fuck you. There. Because math is the exact same thing as cooking. It's following instructions. It's following this recipe. Here is how you solve this problem. Follow mm. the rules. Follow. It's like it's numbered for you. One through four. What, is come, what, what comes after one? Two. Okay. Do what it says on step two. Just do what it says and you can't fuck up. Well, there's an element of comfort. Like there's a, there's a degree of comfort that you can have while you're cooking. That people that I think that I think people are threatened by. Uh, this is actually in line more with your infantilism problem than anything else. I think like uh, people people in their early early thirties, probably more more of their twenties, like mid early mid twenties, by are threatened with the idea that they might screw up cooking, so they turn it into a joke, right? So they embrace the ignorance of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I might have to cook. I feel insecure about having to cook so instead of admitting that to myself or anyone else i'm just going to pretend that it's cool to be stupid about it yeah that's right a, that's a good theory that's a good theory dick well what that's wrong no what? it's not necessarily wrong i don't know it just sound like um you made it from an armchair over there it's a pretty libertarian <laughs> viewpoint yeah yeah yeah. What, what's that mine Sean? no his yeah his yeah, he's the libertarian. I mean, what, yeah, get, well, get your whole th- roll of insults out. No, no, I'm trying no, to help your no, fucking no, problem. I, no, I agree, I agree. No, it, it just sounded a little bit like armchair psychology. But I, I don't disagree with your theory. I agree, it is an extension of infantilism and anti-intellectualism because they not only feel comfort, but I would also say that they, they're able to offset the responsibility of eating onto somebody else. Yeah. So it's almost like somebody who wakes up and sits in their pajamas all day and eats a box of cereal because they can't cook, mm-hmm. right? They think that that's, that's part of their identity. It is infantilism. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. No, uh, the, the cooking thing is a real problem, man. I, here's the thing. I cook. I, I learned to cook one time because I, bought a, I, bought, I went to a store and I thought, well, I'm not an idiot. I, I consider myself a pretty smart guy. And I went to a store and I bought a cookbook and I thought, I'm going to cook every recipe in this book. And I bought, I brought it home, and I started cooking like three recipes into it, and I realized this is all the same shit. You're just putting in, you know, a little bit of herbs, a little bit of spices, a little bit of seasoning, pinch of this, pinch of that, you know, a, tea, a quarter of a teaspoon. Yeah. That's that's a that's cook speak for a pinch. Okay, guys, don't be an idiot. When it I, says quarter of a teaspoon, that's a that's a pinch. I tried to do that too. I made it to no pages of the book. Like, yeah, I, I, I can cook chicken. Maybe at best, like it's 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 starting to become embarrassing. Oh, dude, you eat out all the time too. But I, I'm trying to get better at it. But it's it is it's not as easy as you're making it sound. Dick, you like, first you, of all, everything you buy to cook when you go to cook a meal for yourself, everything you're buying on that first trip to the store is all one huge waste because you're gonna try to make something. You're not gonna make. You're gonna fuck it up. You're not. You're gonna have missed some 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 little some little ingredient like heavy cream or something. Eighty dollars <laughs> of groceries, or those eighty dollars of groceries are gonna be sitting in your fridge for three weeks. 
right? Uh, it's all a waste. It's not, well. it's not as easy as going to the store, spending three hours making a meal. Like when I'm hungry now. It's a hard habit to get into. What? You're smiling. Like, no, what? D- Dick, my friend, you, you don't give yourself enough credit. Because I, this is a true story. I had a barbecue at my place one time. Yeah. I told everyone, you know, bring a side dish or something if you want. Or bag of chips, uh, a beverage, whatever you want. Or nothing. Just come, just come enjoy yourself because mm-hmm. I'm magnanimous. Uh, I, I, so, so everyone came to this party and Dick shows up with some fucking ace pie. And I'm thinking, okay, where'd you buy this? All handmade. All handmade. Yeah. Crust, crust, handmade, crushed up vanilla wafers was the crust. It was was beautiful. Sounds wonderful. Beautiful 4th of July party. Dick's man, Steve, this, this pie tasted incredible. Banana and to, cream to the pie. point, banana cream pie. To the point where I thought there might be some shenanigans going on. I, I honestly didn't believe. I, I grilled Dick probably three or four times during the course of the dinner. I'm like, seriously, where'd you buy the pie from? Yeah. It was so delicious. It was a really good pie, uh-huh. uh, among the best. We, we, I also had another friend at the party who is, uh, who was for for a while a professional pastry chef. Right, right, and she does. Really good desserts, and I thought your pie tasted better than hers. It was the best tasting dessert. Objectively, the, at, it did. It was greatest the greatest pie tasting. ever made. Probably it was your really pie? good. My pie. And Don't Dick, call you made that. on a man's pie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm like I'm showing up with a scam. A grown like man I'm... shows up at your house with a pie. You assume he made it. That's just yeah. Just no. just let me have it. Like what? Yeah. What does it cost you, assholes, to just leave me the fuck alone about my like? I I might have came. I might have come in a little hot. And they'll check out this pie I made from scratch. I made from scratch. Like, yeah. you're right to be asking these questions, yeah. but it was getting under people's skin <laughs> that it was so delicious. It was. Yeah. It was really this delicious. too good to be real. I, in fact, to the point where I had to, I had to canvas for your pie, Dick. I, one of my friends didn't want to taste it, and I said, you got to taste this pie. Just take a bite of it. Just take a bite, and that bite turned into a slice. Yeah, it's a great pie. It was a really good pie. That's why I say, Dick, you're, you're selling yourself short. I think you can cook. Um, yeah, yeah, but I understand that the, 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 there's a comfort level, and I understand that it's, it's a tremendous waste to get in the habit of doing it. And that's what I think is threatening to people. A waste? No, man. You eat leftovers? I made, I made gumbo the other day. It's fucking delicious, man. I eat my fingers off. I'm, I'm, I have stubs. But when you start, when did you start cooking? I started cooking when I moved out of my parents' house around the age of uh, 21. Just think, immediately, yeah. and you started, and then that was, off, that was it? We got no more soup deliveries. <sighs> yeah. Sean. <laughs> asshole. No. I made, I started cooking because I thought I'm not an idiot. It was really like a, one of those life challenges, yeah. like a skill I, I decided to pick up. I thought, I'm going to learn how to cook. I'm going to be better than most cooks. And then it turned out I was wrong. I'm better than old cooks. Okay. <laughs> and you never went through that phase of buying a shitload of groceries that all went bad in your refrigerator? Uh, it happened once or twice, and it's only because I, I was too busy and I didn't get around to cooking it. But uh, there's there's one t- there's one exception where I do end up wasting a few a little bit of money on ingredients, and that's when I'm cooking for someone else. If I'm cooking for someone else, I pull out all the stops, I try to make a good good job of it. And like, uh, here's a perfect example: two about three years ago for Thanksgiving, I was baking an apple pie uh-huh. from scratch, and and there's this recipe. I, I encourage you all to scratch. I, well, yeah, it's got to be from scratch, the be. crust and everything. So I, I mean, co- what are you, half-assing a pie? Just yeah. make no pie. Just yeah. shit in a box and call it a pie. Might as well. <laughs> oh, shit in a box, not a can. So you, Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> so, so I encourage everybody to Google this recipe. It's called Grandma Opal's Apple Pie Recipe. And it's the most famous recipe on, on, uh, on Google. Guess how much cinnamon and cloves they put in this recipe. I don't know how to guess that. Zero. A million? Yeah. Not, a, not, a, <laughs> no, not a million, Dick's, Dick's man Steve. No. <laughs> Assholes, you guys make a mockery of my, my a problem. Whole, a whole clove? Not a, not a single grain of cinnamon, not a single grain of clover. So uh-huh. what's, the, what, what's in the pie? Apples? It's just apples and butter. Oh. What kind of slapdick fucking pie? Get the shit out of my mouth. Get it out of my kitchen. <laughs> Get out of this station. No Get out of this country. No sugar? Yeah, they put it's sugar. Like, okay, it's a bunch of dough with like a scoop of butter and a half like chopped up apple. It's just, yeah, it's, just, it's a shit recipe, and everyone's like, mm, "It's the most delicious pie I've ever had." And then like people improve the recipe. They're like, "I added a dash of cinnamon, and it tastes uh, it really made the apple pop." It's like, "Yeah, fuckface, it's an apple pie. You need cinnamon. You need cinnamon in an apple pie. Yeah. You don't have cinnamon in an apple pie. Get the fuck out of the U.S." Who was it to, for? Who was this Pakistan. pie for? When's the last pie- time you cooked like a nice romantic meal for someone? Oh boy, it's uh. I've never Probably. done that. Chicks pull that oh, move on me. It's a great move. Yeah, last week. It, last was, it was lunch. That's when I, I made gumbo. I made gumbo. You made a romantic gumbo for Girl. a lady? You made a gumbo <laughs> lunch in the middle of August? <laughs> 
<laughs> right? This is, I mean, this is another level of like free time. So hot Making a gumbo lunch in the middle of the day. Yeah, Most people don't have this luxury. Gumbo. It was still, it was a, yeah, it was a romantic gumbo. It was a delicious romantic gumbo. I threw a bunch of ingredients in a pot. You fucking go fuck off for an hour, write your book, which is what I did. And then oh. an hour later, you come back and there's delicious gumbo in your kitchen. Delicious. I love um, gumbo. It's just not my first choice for an August lunch. Well, my friend. I do hate what you're talking about, though. I hate that it's worn as a badge of honor. Yeah. Like, I can't cook. And uh, it's, it's like if, if people were, like, proud of themselves for being illiterate. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, hey can, you, can you tell me what street that is up ahead? Or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, can you read me? Can you read me that text I just got? Like, uh, excuse me, but I can't read. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I don't do that. Oh, you can't read? I can't uh, even grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's a race to the bottom, and it's a real, it's it's tragic. It makes me think so much less of you. I really don't think it's cute or funny when people say they can't cook. I think it's obnoxious. It's I think it's annoying. I think you're a jerk, a, yeah. bu- a big jerk who can't cook. Fuck you. Who are you? Are you just going to rely on other people to feed you? What are you, a fucking baby bird? Yeah. Get out of here, baby bird. That's yeah, my problem. It is a race to the bottom. All right, <laughs> can I go now? Should we hear from Tom Phillips? Let's first? hear from Tom Phillips first. All right, let's. Uh, we get, he's wait, he's waiting on standby. That's why I, I'm I'm worried. We're gonna call him for some weird reason. We're co- usually a correspondent would call <laughs> us, but we're calling him. It's a challenge to the form. Yeah. Hey, before we get Tom to call in, I man, my man, uh, do you cook? Are you a man who cooks? Because oh, well, okay. my experience with you is that you don't cook. I, How well, long were you living with me? I never re- cooked one meal. Didn't cook a single meal. That's true. <laughs> Do you cook? I this, I used to really, I got really into it with my ex-girlfriend. Like, we'd have a lot of fun. We'd go out and try to, different recipes and stuff. But since I've moved up north, I haven't cooked a single meal. I'm like, I'm treated like a king. It's it's wonderful. I'm treated yeah. like a king? Like, like, I wake up to, like, fresh berries and, like, scrambled eggs By with whom? Kale. What do you mean you treat uh, like a king? The duchess. She cooks every meal oh for me. Oh, my God. She goes out of her way to get, like, organic meats king, and spend, king, like, hours. Wow. It's king of weed over here. Do you, do you it's have so a, good. Do you have a poison taster on, on staff? Yeah. Oh, you know, you that's a really it. good idea. Yeah. I should probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's a bad idea. I need to yeah. get one. All right, let's get, let's get Tom Phillips on the line. Tom Phillips in joining us in Germany at GamesCon, right? Tom, are you with us? Uh, hey, hey, guys, yes, I'm calling in from Germany. Does this sound okay? Does, yeah. surprisingly. Not bad. Hey, you know, it's Tom Phillips, junior editor at VideoGameObliterator.biz, and, you know, I just can't wait to bring you the latest video game scoops on Gamescom's hottest indie titles. Yeah, your, your website, GameObliterator.biz, everybody loved it last time, Tom. I really appreciate it. Uh, and everybody knows, you know, people who are hardcore gamers know that we send our, our correspondents out to Gamescom. Uh, we got we got to cover this thing. So yeah, if you uh, if you can tell us uh, anything going on, what are the hot games? What's going on at Gamescom? Well, well, absolutely. And just to you know, just to level set a little bit for your listeners, Gamescom is the biggest video game event in the world. You know, it it, it makes E three look like a like a strawberry festival or something. It just makes E three just makes E three look like total crap. You know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Two well, things I don't give a shit about: strawberry E3 festivals and, and a E3. strawberry <laughs> festival. <laughs> Strawberries are delicious. Get out of here. All right, sorry, sorry, Tom. You were saying. Well, hey, I want to tell you about some of the great games I saw at Gamescom. Uh, 90s real-time strategy fans had plenty to celebrate with the launch of Command and Conquer and Apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a that sounds like a real tedious game. What is what is it about? What's I mean, actually, I, I don't know. I find it fun. I mean, you know, in this game, you know, you take control of the forces of GDI or not. You know, but you don't take control in, like, a mean way. You, you know, it's, it's like you're their boss, but, you know, you're also their friend, right? You know? <laughs> uh, you know, you get to issue all sorts of tactical commands. You get to issue, like, uh, there's a button you press where it's build a barracks, you know, if that's cool with you. Right. <laughs> or, uh... Attack the enemy, but feel free to do it, you know, your way. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stifle your creativity. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, that, and that laugh actually is in the button console command. <laughs> what else you got? Um, or uh, there's a, there's another uh, button. It's a uh, harvest resources. Unless you don't want to, you know, you know, 
you know, I can harvest these resources. Why don't you guys knock off early, you know? Just, I, I'll take care of this. And uh, if you guys are going out for drinks later, you know, uh, uh, email or text me or, or, or G-chat me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, while they never end up emailing or texting you, you know, if you win the game, you get an awesome cutscene of you drinking alone in your studio apartment. Hmm. <laughs> Come in, conquer, and apologize. Sponsor, it sounds like it's sponsored by HuffPo. I'm not sure who, who you, know, you know who the developer is for that game? Yeah, I believe it's EA HuffPo Gawker. I think it's like, you know, one of those little specialty studios. Yeah, the big big end of the shaming market. Sounds cool. They should get in on our, our shame pool. Maybe, yeah. maybe that should be a game. You got any other games, Tom? Oh, yeah. Dark Souls 2. Everybody loves Dark Souls. Great game. getting a surprise re-release as Dark Souls 2 Ultimate Challenge Edition. Now, if you guys thought this game was hard before, you ain't seen nothing yet. Dark Souls 2 is now so hard that the disc itself is made of razor-sharp knives. <laughs> it, it makes it... It's hard to even put in your Xbox. It's so hard that every time you level up, you have to write a thousand-word essay about how hard the game is. I mean, it's really hard. It's, it's hard and therefore great. I mean, it's a hard and therefore great game. You know, it's so hard that the game puts the faces of the player's family on every enemy. So progressing in the game means killing your parents over and over again. That's hard. Uh, Tom, that sounds like it'd make the game easier for me. But also, you know, I don't understand. What's the difference uh, between Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 2 Ultimate Edition? Because it seems like every time a Dark Souls 2 player levels up, he does write an essay about how hard it was. Well, I, you know, they've gamified that aspect of it. So every time you tweet about, like, oh, it's so hard, or, you know, you post about, oh, it's so hard, uh, you know, you'll get a potion or a new cutlass. So it's, you know, oh. it's up. In fact, the game is so hard that Sophie from Sophie's Choice called and was like, boy, I thought I had it hard, but I didn't have it hard because this game is so hard. <laughs> it's harder than I mean, the decision Sophie had to make. Yeah, it, it, and and therefore good. I mean, that's why people like this game, right? Because it's a hard game is a good game, right? I mean, have you, have you guys heard how hard this game is? Yeah, we've heard it's really hard. Almost as hard as uh, my diamond tip. What else you got, Sean? <laughs> oh. Sean's shaking his head. Uh, Sorry, well, Tom. Yeah, go. Sorry to go blue. I know your website's family friendly. Let's go on. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Of course. Well, hey, thank you for a buy. Accept your apology. Yeah. Uh, Gamescom's Star Citizen panel had all of Germany buzzing as developer Chris Roberts unveiled a long-awaited module for Star Citizen that allows users to donate money four times as fast. <laughs> Fans can they can finally say goodbye to long PayPal load times. Okay, this latest update includes a hardware add-on that literally grabs gamers by the legs shapes them upside down until their wallets fall out and runs the credit cards for them. Tom, that sounds like it would save gamers so much time of spending their hard-earned money on a game that may or may not ever come out. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about gamers is that their time is really valuable. You know, they're always out there exercising, they're doing charity work, Cooking. they're being social, they love socializing, so oh. this is really going to help these busy gamers spend more money on a game that doesn't exist yet. So they're, they're also gamifying the donation aspect, it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. In fact, when you donate, you get a drawing of all the fun and excitement you'll never have in this game. <laughs> and, Tom, you know, Tom and I then, can't wait. I'm, I'm super excited about this one. And I assume that'll be on Steam. Or you can just go directly to Chris Roberts' mansion and just, you know, slip money under his door. <laughs> and then he'll slip a, a napkin with the word Star Citizen on it back through the slit. Well, that, that's, a, that's a new level of interactivity I haven't seen in these types of uh, crowdsourced games. Well, it's 2015. Interactivity is everything. Wow, thanks, Tom. All right, Tom, <laughs> Tom Phillips, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we, sorry to take up so much of your time. I know it's uh, super busy at Gamescom. Uh, I know you got a lot. Uh, I, I heard there's a there's a new Fallout game, and it's uh, it's it's fall it's like emotional Fallout from a, a family breaking up and a divorce. Yeah, is that you reporting? <laughs> no, no, that, that's what I, heard. I read. I, I read the the trades. Well, it's he late. read it on my website. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I follow Tom Phillips. TomPhillips.biz. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Gla Game, Game Obliterator.biz. Obliterator. We'll link to it again. Thank you, Tom. 
All right, well, today's show is brought to you by Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. Audible has over 150,000 titles to choose from. Every genre, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up today. Uh, listen whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. Are you on Audible anywhere at all? Am I on Audible? Yeah, are any of I, your... I should be. I think Alphabet of Manliness might be, and my new book will be, for sure. Your new book will be on Audible. Yeah. 100%. You yeah. guarantee that. Yeah. All right, well, sign up now. Start downloading books now so you are ready to go when Maddox's next book comes out, right? You don't want to be figuring out this technology. If you can't figure out self-checkout lanes, there's no way you can figure out something as easy as Audible. You don't want to be fiddling. You don't want to mm-hmm. be fiddling with yeah. it when your book launches. Drops, no. right? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Drops. Launches. Launches. Up into the atmosphere, buddy. Stratosphere. Uh, past. Beyond. Uh, look, Dick, do they have cookbooks on Audible? <laughs> I don't know. Why I don't you look do- it up? Yeah, you know what? I, I you bet got a each, computer in front of you. Each chapter, <laughs> I bet each chapter would take about a minute. Bunch of bozos. Julia Child, you know, she's dead. But if she weren't, I would love to hear her voice narrating an audiobook, a cookbook. Sure. Audible has over 1,000 science and technology books and over 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles. Um, we've found some good ones in the past. Milk at Her Uncle's Farm. You remember that one? Yeah, man. How Smart Is God? Economic Theory. Master the Basics to Sound Like a Big Shot. You might want to check that one out. That, was, that sounds made up, Dick. <laughs> it, was, it was real up until the big shot. Versatilimitude. That's what that was. Yeah, go to... Oh, man. The you are wrong guy. Yeah, I I legitimately missed his name being you are wrong. Yeah, did you? It's embarrassing. No, no, I, got, I picked it up. No, it was. Uh, no, you picked it up because somebody pointed it out. No, in the I, did, I mentioned during that episode. I said his name spells. Uh, uh, what was it? It it's it, it sounded like it. Yeah, but I didn't get the full you are wrong. No, yeah, me no, either. Yeah. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash biggest for your free audiobook download. And guys, thank Thank you you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting it with the bonus episodes and with Audible. Uh, It really helps us out. Uh, Check out an audiobook, guys. Uh, It's it's actually really good listening. There's some really good... uh, The audiobooks on there are narrated so well. Let's be honest. Reading is for losers. No, get out of here. Listen to a book. There's no point in reading. Wrong, You don't have to work when you... You don't have to work when you're listening to a book. It gets read to you. It's perfect. It's awesome. Dick, what's your problem? My problem, let me, tell, let me just tell you first, real fast. I, I feel like a zombie right now. You know what I'm saying? Why I that? feel dead. I feel no. like a walking dead person. Why? Like I've, I've got no energy. I feel like my eyeballs are about to burst wow. out of my head. Okay. Right? Because I'm recovering from a waking nightmare of watching over a toddler for a weekend, for huh. one weekend. Okay. Do you know what is a toddler? I, I think I know what is a toddler. A to- toddlers are yeah. my problem. Oh, to- toddlers. Toddlers. Yeah. I know what is a toddler because I brought it in as a problem. Babies. No, what are babies? Babies, be- babies are before one year old, dipshit. I don't know. What, they sound the same to me. If, if someone said, hey, I got a toddler, I'm like, oh, that's a baby. These well, are babies with really strong opinions who are mobile. What? Do you know what? There are These words that we have are important for a reason. We have these words to describe the world. Like, if you, say, if you call a restaurant and ask for a reservation for you and four babies, and then you show up with four grown adults, they're going to say, what the hell were you talking about? These are not babies. Yeah, but these this are clearly is, not babies. This is a very precise thing you're talking about, man. This is something that only parents know about, this distinction. Babies and toddlers, I don't fucking know. I didn't even <laughs> learn the difference between a tampon and, and a pad until like a month ago when someone uh, told me uh, during a live stream. It was like, hey man, you don't know any women? (laughs) Yeah, I know women. (laughs) I know women, dickhead. I don't get into their shit. I'm not like checking out their their panties for period stains. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're clogging up there. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they use. But they're different words. Like you you never thought, huh, why are they using a different word for that? What? You think they just cram toilet paper up their gooch and then call it it macaroni? (laughs) What do you think? I don't know. What's the difference, man? Look, so we have different different words for like this thing that that, that Sean hauls in here all the time. The, we, you call rig, it a rack, a rig, a, a, rig, rack, a rack, sure. a box. Like it's a number of things that we call. It. It's the same thing. Like what's the difference between a compact and uh, you know whatever other makeup bullshit that uh, that the oh, makeup eat? thing? Yeah, I don't know because I'm not a woman. I don't. That's not my expertise. So, so you think women are like Eskimos with a hundred words for snow? They've got multiple words for the same. Uh, menstruation protection yeah 
Call it a tampon. Call, call it a, a tampon. Pad. Pad. You didn't see it on commercials all the time? Like, you didn't see the pad that they're dumping blue water on that's not a period? I don't know what how that works. I don't know what they do with it. I didn't even, I thought. They don't do anything with it. I didn't even know until recently that women could pee wearing those things. I read, somebody commented on it that you said in the twi- Twitch stream, can they pee with them in or not? Y- yeah. And then I should bring it up on the show. You know, I want to give you like a basic biology <laughs> quiz like like something that a christian camp counselor gives seventh graders like does yeah. this does this happen can you pee with a tampon in like a basic sexual Ugh. health class but, you know but dumb it down fuck you fuck you i hate all i hate everything that's happened uh, go back to the start of the show start start this fucking show over so, sean start recording right now welcome yes, to the biggest you, problem you have to know well, this stuff you have to know what is a tampon and a pad I you're a 30 something what are you a 37 year old man yeah. you have to know this shit. why do i have to know it i've never bought one i don't need to look if, if a woman sends me to the store Okay, get me some tampons. I'll buy what anything, anything you in that aisle. You punch her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to that aisle, man. Baby, I'm buying the first thing I see. I hear a supermarket sweep running down the aisle, <laughs> knocking tampons and pads in here. Uh, and you stop when yeah. you hit the depends. Yeah, I'll put, you get, one of these got to go up there. Up one there. of these got to work. <laughs> got to get it up there. <laughs> get it up come there. Come on, come on. Look, toddler and baby is such a specific distinction that only parents and fucking <laughs> it's not di- adopters it's, would it's know. It's specific, correct, but it's at one year. A is, baby, is that it? A baby is an infant. Is that right? the distinction? This is, I feel like I'm talking to George Costanza's oh. parents. Who's having sex with a chicken and a hen are having the same thing? Who's having sex with the hen? A look, ba- man. A baby is an infant. Same thing. First look, year of their life. Yeah. You're bringing a toddler, I'm going to expect a baby. Uh, you, you know, you bring a baby, I'm expecting a toddler. That baby's babble, man. How, how, what's this important distinction between a baby and a toddler uh, a, where that, that makes babies not a problem, but toddlers a, a problem? A baby is just a shit in a noise machine. A baby is nothing. That's Compared horrible. to the living hell. Oh, yes, it is horrible. It is horrible. It's horrible to deal with. Don't ever have one. But a toddler is orders of magnitude times worse thousands of times worse than a baby a toddler is like a little terrorist that you have in your house that cannot be that cannot be told what to do that cannot be bargained with that cannot be reasoned with and it's like it's like dealing with a schizophrenic they they they, they say dealing with babies is like a drunk having a drunk at home that you have to take care of it's not i've taken care of a lot of drunks and none of them are as violent and crazy and as destructive, wickedly destructive, as a toddler. You've been taking care of one your whole life. Yourself? Well, myself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the biggest I'm, drunk of all. I'm a piece of cake. I don't even yeah. know when I'm taking care of myself. I'm piece, so good at it. Piece, piece of pie. Dick. So my si- Yeah, piece of pie. Uh, <laughs> so my, my sister has a, she's got a two, two month and, um, what is he, two, two years, eight months-ish, around there. And she just had a, another kid. He's about two months old. So she's by herself. She asked me to come up and help with, uh, very innocuously, can you come up and help out a little bit this weekend? Yeah. Right? Help out with, you know, like around, around bedtime right. when the kids are getting in the bath. You, you watch one and I'll, I'll watch the other. So sure. I get in, I, I'm in charge of watching the toddler. Right. Right? Because what am I? I'm, I can't feed a baby. Right? I, I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. You're the expert. You're the mommy Masterson over here. I don't know anything about kids. I'm just a dumb <laughs> idiot, a, a dumb, stupid, balding idiot. I don't know shit about kids. I don't know shit about tampons. Just a big fucking moron uh, idling through life. I don't know shit. I'm just a big dummy. I'm going to throw myself off a bridge. Uh, toddler and baby. <laughs> Why are same you fucking so pissed thing. off? God, I, know, I know what is a baby. <laughs> hey, okay. Man, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. Thanks, man, Steve. More so, condescension. So the the reason I can't feed the baby is because I'm not lactating. Just so, so you know. That's okay. why I said his, his tits for, aren't filled with sand. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate this bullshit. No, I didn't even mean that. Look, look. The birth control talk that teens are getting in school is all wrong. We're not helping these kids by telling them they need to watch out for AIDS and herpes and whatever. That, that, is, that is nothing. That is nothing compared to the nightmare of dealing with these little fucking toddlers yeah. with nothing but hate in their eyes. And they're all about the lulls. You want to talk about lulls? Anonymous has nothing. What are you talking one about? To- l- a lulls. Lull? Is the, uh, you're, you're saying L-O-L? L-U-L-Z. Oh the oh, idea lulls. that you do something just to cause mayhem and havoc. Yeah. Right? Hmm. That's all they do. Hmm. They're, they have not learned 
the difference between good and evil yet. All they know is reaction. Hmm. So they, and they and they love it. And it's putting my lulls principles to the test because like this this little bastard kicked me in the face so hard that I <laughs> couldn't see. That's funny, right? Yeah. And I, I'm reeling from it and he's laughing and grinning. I'm like, well, you know, you're right to be laughing because this is very funny, but there's there's nothing you can there's nothing you can do to stop it. Uh, yeah, you 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 stop it the same way you stop terrorists. You just round them up, throw them in Guantanamo in a, in a dark cell, and there you go, there you go, idiot. I'll see you when you're 18. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Sounds Problem good. solved. If you need any tampons or Milk. Yeah, fuck call yourself. someone else. Yeah, not me. Look, man, t- you deal with it. If they're acting like terrorists, you deal with it like terrorists, right? Give First them whatever they want. No, you don't bargain. You don't negotiate. You don't give them anything they want. You cut off their supply of whatever it is they need. In this case, food. <laughs> Send them to bed <laughs> hungry just, a few times. They'll shape up. Oh, so you see, they can always outdouble you. How's they that? can always double down harder than you. I uh, see. I, my my indifference to their pain and suffering, buddy. You have no idea. It's my, not the their deaths. pain and suffering. It's your sleep. They will start fucking with your sleep. I and can't you, hear you them. Get, they are human Guantanamo bays. Like they, you'll try to you'll try to get a second of sleep, and here they come, making noise, wanting to use your iPad, doing anything they can do to wake your ass up. Or you literally the worst thing, which is just scream. Yeah, like. Little toddler girls and boys have this voice that is unmatchable, and they will just scream for like forty-five minutes until they get what they want. They are. Oh, remember the scene in Zero Dark Thirty? You can like when shake they just, them. Won't yeah. stop it. Won't yeah. stop it. What do you get? What do you guys? Pussies? I can scream louder. You know, oh, you, kids start screaming. I start screaming. Maddox, Maddox, maybe Please. maybe for five minutes, but they can scream. All day. They can I, scream f- until that's all you hear. Is, I've, ah! I've been screaming this entire episode. I am better than your kids. I can do everything better than a kid, including shit myself and scream. I can out <laughs> shit and out scream. I can out annoy. I can kick you in the head, buddy. You can't see temporarily. How about not seeing permanently? You, listen to me. You, you have never felt fear in your life. Yeah, that's when true. You hear, and, and it there. When, when you hear, <laughs> you have never felt this kind of fear. When you hear... Hey, uncle, where should I put this? And you turn around and you see a toddler with your laptop clutched in the tips of his fingertips, <laughs> spinning around in circles in the garage because uh. he's helping. At this moment, there's nothing you can do. You can't fluster him. You're like, you got to be like, you got to be like Indiana Jones, right? Hmm. Or you got to be like a hostage negotiator talking yeah. someone off of a building. You freak them out a little bit. They'll just throw the laptop because it's funny or because hmm. they're worried or because yeah. they, they, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. This is this is the constant state, the constant terror of your life when dealing with a toddler. I agree. Vote up babies. Vote up babies. Babies turn into toddlers. One hundred percent. Here's why. Here's why toddlers is a less lesser of a problem than than babies, right? Uh-huh. Because there's no such thing as sudden toddler death syndrome, right? You don't have to constantly worry about them just fucking dying for no reason. You don't have to worry about a soft spot on their head that you oh, might drop a screwdriver. You are in. as wrong as you can. Po- they try <laughs> babies. You might accidentally kill. Yeah. Toddlers are trying to kill themselves at all times. Good. They are diving headlong into. If they see a brick, their first thought is, "I wonder how." I wonder how fast I could bash my head into that brick. That is nature That's taking all you're care. Doing. That is nature taking care of itself. Nature's like, you know what? We want the tough ones to survive, right? That's that's survival in the, of, of the fittest in play. You're seeing that happen. That's social Darwinism. You're seeing the dumb kids who's going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, go, dive headfirst into a brick wall. Hey, you know what? Bad egg. Start over. Start over. Yeah. When I was start a toddler, over. I drank a quart of pine sole because I thought it was apple juice. That, and, and look at you now. This is normal. That, was that is normal behavior. behavior. Everyone saw that coming. That normal is nature behavior. telling you you shouldn't exist. And then you're, some interventionist parents. I'm so alive. Yeah. See, that, I, I, I really like this terrorist analogy, right? Because America has an interventionist policy which is hurting us, which is bad, and we are enabling these terrorists, and we're creating mm-hmm. new terrorists. Right. Parents are doing the same thing by, by having an interventionist policy in their children's lives, by, by stopping them from hurting themselves, right? Uh-huh. You're letting the bad eggs slip through. The the unproductive. I want to I want to bring bring this guy in to your living room and just give him ninety seconds alone with your computer to huh. see how you to see how your policy of non intervention changes in oh. about the blink of an eye. No no no. I'm just talking about intervention when it comes to them hurting themselves. I'm all about them hurting themselves. <laughs> this is this okay? Yeah. You know what he'd do? He'd probably download files from Dropbox in fewer steps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably you. Did you know fuck that- you. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Fuck Dropbox. Fuck you, Sean. Fuck you, Dick Masterson. Fuck uh-huh. you, Dick's man, Steve. Fuck everyone in this room except for me. I'm the best. You use Dropbox, my man? Uh, you hooked me up with it, but I live in the woods. I don't get a lot of internet time. Oh, so you surprise, know, surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Number of Americans killed so far this year by terrorists? Three. Yeah. Number of Americans on American soil, excuse me, on American soil. That was the Boston bomber, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, you remember him? Three, three that people was killed. That was this year? I'm sorry, last year. Last year. Whenever. No, two, like two years ago. Who fucking cares? <laughs> a number of, number of Americans killed on American soil that year by toddlers? Five. How? Well, guns. Get uh, into gun- gu- yeah, I found this on a, yeah. like an article about, I think it was supposed to be about gun safety, but yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. They, yeah. Toddlers have killed Hilarious. more people in America yeah. than terrorism. Huh. Toddlers are a problem, man. And yep. babies. Babies who turn into toddlers. Yeah. Go to the and, roof. And, and see, you, you're in a constant, you are constantly walking the edge of psychopathy when you're dealing with them. You know yeah. the abyss you spoke of last episode? Yeah. You are constantly staring into the abyss because when they have your shit, when they're fucking with it, you have to totally blank out all of your emotions and feelings to deal with them. Like in the computer example, you have to be the Zen master who is not terrified of your $3,000 computer getting destroyed, who is just who's just approaching this situation like a car teetering on the edge of a cliff, right? You have to be very, very careful. And then when you get kicked in the face and they laugh at it, you're like, that really hurt. Uh, can you not kick me in the face again? They're still laughing. That's because you, you, dis- you discipline them. Oh, how? How? Please tell us how. You smack them. You smack them. You smack them upside the head. Here's the thing, Dick. You smack a three-year-old child. Of course. I was smacked all the time. You're going straight to jail. Please. They don't know know phone numbers. They don't know phone numbers. They don't have cell cell phones. (laughs) They don't have landlines. They don't have access to anything. Shut up. Go to your room. Shut up. Go to your room. That's what you tell them every single time. You don't smack them hard enough to bruise them. They don't go to their room. Well, you put them there. You pick them up and you put them there because it's a fucking child and you pick it up and you and it then you, does what you it lock tells them you. in the room. Yes, and then you, you tell them to fuck off until they start uh, behaving. Look, uh-huh. man, I was a real disciplined child. I would sit. I would go to places with my parents. I'd sit down. I wouldn't run around screaming my head off. I wouldn't pick up shit. I wouldn't pick up. I wouldn't push that. You know, occasionally. How do you know? I, I remember because I have a good memory. I remember. Okay. Plus, my mom told me. My my mom my mom told me. Plus, my mom's friends growing up said I was always a really well disciplined child. Uh-huh. I was really well behaved, well disciplined. Um, except occasionally I would go to you know parties and stuff, and I would I'd look up uh, my mom's friends' skirts. But but other than that, listen. Sexual predator. No no. <laughs> Three year old. <laughs> no, please go ahead. Anyway, I would go to these. I would go to these parties. I, and occasionally I would push the envelope, and I knew what I was doing. I was fucking with my parents. I was trying to, I was trying to see how far I could push the envelope, and then I'd get smacked. And then, uh, you know, I, I knew not to do that anymore because I didn't want to get smacked. Uh-huh. But I knew the difference between abuse and a little bit of a smacking around. Uh-huh. You know, you smack a, a child upside the head, that's different than uh, leaving bruises on them and, uh, and, you know, breaking bones or, or lashing them. Or, you know, there's a difference between smacking a kid and, and beating a kid. There's a huge difference. There's a chasm of difference. And that's why I think this generation of kids that are coming up, everyone's too fucking afraid because they're going to call social services and chill. Well, fine, whatever. You want to call social services? Pack your bags, fuckhead. You're gone. Get out. You think you're going to have a better life with these guys? You yeah. haven't seen abuse, fuckhead. You're having fun running around with my laptop in the garage? How about go living in an orphanage? There. They don't understand that shit. And oh. I seriously doubt you remembered shit from when you were three years old. Of what course the hell I are do. you talking my about? My earliest memory, my earliest memory, my mom confirmed this. It was so weird. She said she had no idea I could remember anything from that uh, that old. Uh, but when I was one, when I was one years old, I, I, my, that's my earliest memory. And it was correct. What was it of? It was actually, I was in Syria. In my aunt's apartment, this is, a, this is kind of a... Uh, is this I won't a spy go- thriller plotline? What's that? This no, is no, like no. Plotline of spy thriller? No, I was no, in Syria. No, Middle Eastern. No, I'm he's Armenian. Re- my, mom, my mom was born in Syria. So I, I was in Syria in my aunt's apartment, and I remember the they had just done laundry, and they just hung laundry up on the balcony. We were mm-hmm. sitting outside uh, on the balcony. My mom was eating uh, some, some, some food. And I remember the neighbor upstairs had just cleaned their balcony with a hose, mm-hmm. and they squeegeed all the dirty water off, and it landed on the laundry down below on the balcony that we were sitting on. Uh-huh. And I remember my aunt and my mom screaming upstairs at the neighbors, telling them, what the fuck are you doing? We just cleaned our laundry. You just squeegeed dirty water onto our laundry. I, that was a very so specific your, memory. your memory from a Middle Eastern family is your mom and aunt screaming at someone? Yeah. Uh, if I had to bet, I would say it's pretty safe that that would be a true story, whether or not you really 
really remember it or not. Yeah, that that specific story happened. I remember what the laundry looked like. I remember what uh, there was a flower. Uh, there was a flower arrangement on the table. I, that, I remember that m- memory very distinctly. All right. Well, that's my problem. Do you want to yeah. do another one? I'll bring it in next time. Okay. All right, that's it. We're running out of time, guys. My problem this week was people who can't cook. And mine was toddlers. Vote up babies. Uh, you want to play your song? Yeah, I got a song. This is sent in by Thermoptic. It's uh, about our old pal Boisterous, who called uh-huh. in at the top of the show, not the middle. Coconuts. 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 Coconuts, 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 coconuts. 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 Coconuts, this is a jungle bass mix. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, Thermoptic, a uh, real catchy beat. It's real cool, catchy man. tune, yeah. It's my new ringtone. Oh, wait, I got I got something I forgot to play you. I think this will change your mind about toddlers. Yeah. I uh, I asked my nephew uh, if he could talk, because I told him that you were on, on the podcast talking oh, shit good. about toddlers being able to talk. This is what he said. Max, you don't know how to talk. I didn't understand a single fucking word. Not a single word in that babble. Didn't he say, Maddox, you don't know how to talk? Yeah, man, that's yeah. exactly what he said. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. I don't speak mush mouth. He followed it up with this. Max, you're the biggest problem in the universe. You hear that one? Sounded like a compliment. <laughs> Was All it? Right. I can't tell. I can't. Again, it sounded just like one continuous tone. Really? Yeah. Here, I, let me I'll speak play top. it again. Max, you're the biggest Problem in the universe. Pretty clear. Just vowels clear and consonants, stay. and I heard the word max in there. I didn't hear <laughs> I didn't hear distinct D's. Oh. I'm all about the D's, buddy. <laughs> oh my god. Here comes so much great material. Yeah. <laughs>